0: Hey what's up? Welcome to another episode of Possum. Today I've got Flash and Drake. And today we are talking about icons, you know, those people that inspire us, our heroes.
1: So I'm gonna let Flash take this one. Uh, um know what? The most iconic, you know, inspirations to me were growing up would have to be a combination between two people: Yoda and Obi-Wan Kenobi. Why? Why? Because of the sheer words of advice that, you know, to this day, even before I found faith, I could look back from this point after I found faith, and it helped me from before. Now that I have faith, I can look back and compare it from, like, what faith I do have and what they have taught me. And they have such great words of advice. Like, go through the movie and just listen. Just the shit fucking Yoda says and what Obi-Wan Kenobi says. Like, just... Every single thing that comes out of Yoda's mouth is just the smartest shit I've ever fucking heard in my entire life. Let's let's see, I mean, as far as, as, like, that, to that degree, I
0: don't really know who I'd consider, like, my hero. Because, I mean, usually it's people that I know personally. Like, you know, friends or family, you know. I mean, I or that, or I just have to look to a complete stranger who seems to have their life together and their... In a, sp- in a place in their life where I wish I can be, so I, you know, aspire to be like that. So I don't think I'd have a, def- you know, a specific, like... No, actually I do. Okay, I'm sorry. I do. And people might make fun of me for this. Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson? Like, I I, I, I didn't, you know, pay t- a whole lot of attention to him at first, but later down the line, I mean, around the time he was, before he died, who, I... S-
1: who, who, who got you into Michael Jackson? We you you did. We started talking about Michael Jackson. You did. Hell yeah. Yeah. He was pimp. I cry. And I mean,
0: like his message, through those songs, like I started listening to the stuff he wrote and I'm like, this guy literally is different from all the other artists I hear on the radio. His message to the world, you know, it's all about love. He's yeah. not, he's not out for, you know, the whole materialistic values of things. He's not out for the money. He's not out for the fame. He's literally doing this, you know, for the passion. And, you know, that's something that not a lot of, you, you don't see that in a lot of artists and the ones you do see it in, you, they don't get a whole lot of credit.
1: You see it in a lot of artists like back in the 1960s and the 1970s. They were preaching the same message. However, Michael Jackson did that shit in the 80s. And he says, I'm not going to let the love go. I'm going to let it keep going. And whether people keep putting hate upon me, no matter what, my lyrics are still going to reflect love. That within itself is like, um. Why, why tell them that it's human nature? Why, why do they do me that way? I like living this way. I like loving this way.
0: Oh, that's nice, thank you. And another icon I have is Kesha. Now I mean that, that's the one I think they would laugh at is Kesha's because she she inspired me to be more you know outgoing and to not to bottle up my you know bottle up my emotions and you know just be happy with who I am, not be ashamed of who like you know who I want to be and what I am. Because I mean, it, she was just so outgoing about it. She was bold. She had no regrets about it. She was unapologetically, you know, being herself, and that inspired me to start being myself. And she's also like not out for the fame and doesn't care about the money. I mean, she's
1: even her proper grammar. Her proper grammar. That's what I love about Kesha. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she. Her lyrics. There. There's not a um, improper sentence in any of her songs. She's, I could think of a few but Well, yeah, but know what those are? Those are the, like the fuck Yeah. Th- those are the producers' faults. Who, yeah. Who yeah. who yeah,
2: who inspires you? Who inspires me? The person that inspires me is a very famous film director or filmmaker called Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, yeah. Oh. Tell me about that, because I mean, we've talked, you and I've talked about that too. How you know, you really love the guy. You've shown me some of the. It was like this collage of short films he did yeah. with that one lady in the money. She's like, "Oh wow, look at." And it cuts right off oh, after. Yeah, Jackie yeah, Brown. That's yeah, my that favorite
2: one. one. So Quentin Tarantino. The thing I like about him, his movies, they aren't very like. They aren't very cliche. They're very different. They have a lot of dark humor in his movies, and that's what I like about them. Because back then, as a child, I would always watch friends, or I would always watch movies with my friends, and. I would always laugh, but that's just because it was a group laugh. There wasn't really anything that could make me laugh until I watched Quentin Tarantino movies.
0: I, I, at first it sounded like you're saying, back then I watched Friends, I and I'm like, know. I can see, I can see. I'm I'm wondering what changed you along the <laughs> down the line.
1: You went from Friends to Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> no, more like I went to
2: Spy Kids to Quentin Tarantino. Yeah,
1: really, well, that's, like that's that. Inter- that. <laughs> oh,
2: Honestly, it was because the director of Spy Kids. He's really good friends with Quentin Tarantino, and that's how I decided to get into him. That's how I started watching. how did you figure
0: Was it like one of those. If you like Spy Kids, you might like this like a reference? Or was it like you just studied that, that shit and you're like, oh, so they seem to be cool with each other. I'll check out his stuff.
2: Yeah, the last thing you said, you know, they seem like... Good friends, and I really enjoyed Spy Kids as a kid, though. It was a I had good no it was idea fun. that it was going to be an adult film, but I still decided to watch Reservoir Dogs, and
1: I enjoyed every minute of it.
0: Okay, Reservoir Walk- Dogs, I thought you I thought you were referring to Spy Kids as an adult film. Like, uh, I don't know about that.
1: The first Quentin Tarantino that I ever saw was the Kill Bill 1 and 2. Nice. Volumes 1 and 2.
2: You know, those movies I think are amazing because he did something that not many... Traditional filmmakers do. He mixed different types of genres into one film, mm. like most people out there. Like I had a friend that wouldn't watch like subtitle films because she's too lazy to read subtitles. But Quentin Tarantino, he brought like Chinese culture, Japanese culture, and animation.
1: even He did animation, animation. in. He brought built.
2: anime. He brought the samurai shampoo artist to do an animation scene in that movie.
1: Was this did
0: samurai shampoo do the same uh, artist who did the Boondocks? Yeah. No, the, uh, really? Yeah. Because I at first I was about to like, take that back because se- I thought they were like a little bit different. No, actually,
2: no, I'm wrong. Um, the, I think
0: I'm pretty sure those are different artists. The,
2: the Boondocks animator got inspired by Samurai Champloo. That's when he decided to turn really I thought to an anime.
0: Oh yeah, Samurai Champloo did come before the Boondocks.
2: Somebody else that I was really into was Bruce Lee. As a child, I grew up watching Bruce Lee movies. I watched all of them as a child because he only had like what seven. He had a
1: lot of inspirational quotes too. He I, I actually learned how to speak a different language because of Bruce Lee. Check it out. They based, uh, um, what's
0: the character's name from Tekken off of Bruce Lee? Oh, uh, Forest Law and Martial Law. Oh, there's two. oh yeah, because one's like the son, right? One has a beard, one's clean shaven. And, yeah, but they're That's like the only difference. But it's like one's the other dude's son, isn't it? Yeah. yeah.
2: Forest Law's the son, Martial Law's the dad. And they also got um, Lei Wu Long, who's based off of Jackie Chan.
1: Yeah, yeah, Jackie Chan's the shit. Why is he just, like, flipping chairs and hitting His people? His fighting
2: style. He's doing, like, Drunken Master, the hitting crane, Tiger style. It's amazing. Yeah,
1: Kick yeah,
0: because uh Lei, uh Lei Wu Long is uh, an officer, isn't he? Yeah, he's a police officer, like Jackie Chan. Come on, police. The, the, the graphics, though, in the old Tekken games, like, you open watch those opening sequences, and it's like, the fuck is with these graphics?
2: It's all just so blocky, and you just... They're just really awkward seeing like pixels run or
0: Nina's hair when like she's like brushing her hair apart It looks like a bunch of spaghettis like falling down
2: or her triangle nipples and Tekken 2
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I think with that we're gonna cut it from here and you can catch us next time on possum bi-weekly Wednesdays So be sure to subscribe for some more check out our other shit, and we will see you next time. Bye